0: Hey, Relevant Development community. Are you ready to take your leadership to new heights? Begin your journey with the Raise the Bar Leadership Group. With only 25 spots available, transform your leadership in just 90 days through dynamic weekly sessions, well-crafted strategies, and a supportive community. Discover the art of leading with authenticity, strength, and influence. You can secure your spot by messaging me the word leader to info at WeRaiseTheBar.com. That's info at WeRaise, R-A-I-Z-E, TheBar.com. Anyone can hold a position, but not everyone can raise the bar. Let's lead boldly with intentionality and purpose. If you're ready, DM me the word leader. Now let's get back to the show. Do you have a best friend at work? Some people say yes, some people say no. Do you need a best friend at work? Some people will agree, some people won't. Have you ever heard this from an employer? We're like a family. We're so close, we're like a family. Is that a green? light for you or is that a red flag for you does work and should work feel family-esque or does work need to be separate let's dive into this conversation of where do the lines blur when it comes to work family relationship if you want to raise the bar on your growth whether it's personal or professional this is the podcast for you We are here to teach, mold, and grow you and make your development relevant. This is the Relevant Development Podcast. And now, the host, your personal and professional development coach, Juan Alvarado. Hey, welcome to the Relevant Development Podcast. I am your host, Juan Alvarado. So this is a, I don't know how I feel about this one. There's a Gallup poll. So those of you guys that don't know, I am a Gallup certified strengths coach. And there's a poll that says, that in order to have a a good well-being at work you should have a best friend and that's cool i agree with that i am a relationship building person those are my strengths i lead with relationship building so i love building up relationships but where do you cross the line when it comes to when it comes to having a work relationship with a best friend because let's just get just dive fully into it you become best friends with your coworker and then they will either move up or you move up along the lines someone's going to move up what happens to that friendship dynamic because what i will tell you is as someone who has always been a leader i wanted to have that friend dynamic with my employees and so as a lead of a uh, of a of a school site I got pretty darn close to my staff. I had the staff over for the baby shower of my of my newborn at the time, Levi. They brought gifts and bought gifts. Like, how much pressure is that? Like, I might be like, I want you to come because I feel like you're family and I'm really close to you. They might be like, hey, yeah, bro, you might think that, but not me. And now I'm forced to buy my boss a, a, a gift for his kid. Like, there's a lot of pressure there if you're not on the same you know, same page. Some people feel obligated. Well, my boss invited me. What if I don't go? So where did, where do we start crossing, crossing the lines? For one of my uh, ex-employees, Mondo, I was in the, I was one of his groomsmen for his wedding. So where, like, we were really close. One of my other staff were really close to my kids, babysat for, for me and is a huge cheerleader on the, on the sidelines for my kids and, you know, basketball games and wrestling matches, things like that. And she'll check in every once in a while. I would say that that was positive. And at one point I became higher up and they moved up and something happened with that dynamic. You know, what, what they used to be able to do or get away with now it's like, Hey, you can't do that. And it's like, wait a minute, we were doing this when you were a staff. And so once I moved up, the next person moved up. And so there was more of a click, like they were more friends and closer as friends than they were with me. But then what I'm talking about happened. One of them moved up and then the dynamic changed a bit. So how do you prevent that from happening? The family dynamic. Like I get it from nonprofits and, and small businesses where you work together all the time. You are you come in like, let's do the work. And so you guys come in together. You're miserable together. You, you share the same gripes and complaints and you grow close. But again, where does it cross the line? Because the opposite side says one side says you should have a close friend but some of your friends shouldn't be as close as family and your family aren't as close as friends what i mean by that is like i tell my boys listen i'm not your friend can we have friendship titles or like tendencies yes like can we you talk do i want you to come to me and talk to me like a friend yes and no don't talk to me like a friend but confide in me like a friend. You have a friend that you tell everything to? Yeah, tell me everything. There's probably going to be some things that I don't want to know as a parent, but there's something about a family dynamic that is precious that I don't know that necessarily crosses into work. Can you be close at work? Yes, but do you need to be close to get the job done? And to me, that's the bottom line. I remember saying to a quite a few staff when I left is while I was working in the organization, I had 80, a hundred staff I'm leaving with 80 to a hundred friends. I messed up in the sense of blurring some of those lines of being really close and, and talking to staff probably in a way that I shouldn't be talking and griping and complaining or talking about my boss or the business. And because I felt, like I was connected to them in some type of way. So you go into work and you have the same gripes as somebody else. So, yes, I agree that we should have some type of connection with our employees, employee to employee. I have a friend at work. We can laugh, we can talk to each other. But then again, what happens when in Spanish we call it the cheese man? The gossip starts. And you're like did you hear that so-and-so got written up and did you hear that i had got called into the meeting and they thought i said this and then rumors start and then clicks start to form would that have happened if i as an employee let's say did not blur the lines of best friend again do we need to have that relationship to get the job done let's say you are in payroll your job is to make sure that you that you get all the bills paid. Maybe your coworker makes sure that all the employees get paid. Do you have to have the friendship together in order to make sure that people get paid? I would argue, no, you don't. With your boss, do you have to have lunch with them and be best friends with them to get the job done? Because then what happens when you mess up, they mess up, and then it comes time for a write-up or evaluations, and you find out that Friend got a dollar raise or whatever it is, and you didn't. What does that do to the dynamic? And the only reason why you might be hurt and upset is because somebody else got it and not you. So then, are you really friends? Because, a, in my opinion, a real friend would be the cheerleader saying, You deserve that. I'm happy for you. I have a friend that got a couple different speaking gigs, I have a different friend that got a position. That that I could have seen myself in, and they both got paid more than me. I am their biggest cheerleader. I'm I don't hold that against them. A buddy buddy of mine, DJ. I'm like I want to know. I want you to celebrate with me and to me. Like I want you to be like, bro. I just got another speaking gig, and it and I'm getting paid this much. I want to be able to applaud you, and it's gonna light a fire under me to work just as hard. But that's our dynamic. I'm his biggest cheerleader like I want him to do amazing things and so I reached out to him and I said hey this is where I'm at this is my this is the this is my accomplishment for today and he's like I'm so proud of you brother like that's a friendship so when you're going back to the workplace somebody gets a promotion or a raise and you begin to get a little salty was that even a friendship so then I ask do you need a friend or a best friend? at work. So then I go to the other side and say, yeah, you do need a friend at work. A best friend? I don't know. Do I need somebody that I can rely on and talk to and vent to? Yes, but be careful where you vent because vents lead into other rooms. Be careful where you vent because vents lead into other rooms. And if you tell your friend and vent to your friend and confide in them, and then it gets out, I'll ask you again, is that really a friend? And if it wasn't, how did they view you? How did you view them? And now how does that change the work dynamic? Now, would that have changed the work dynamic or would you have confided in them if you were never friends at all? Man, it gets really dicey. And then you have bosses that say, hey, we're, we're a family environment. I, want, I have an open door policy and I want you to do this. And, I want, and then you find out that bosses and uh, bosses, how they talk outside of work as well as the inside of work and, I didn't really know that this is how they were. And now you start to think, well, if this is how they are at work. And this is what they're saying when we're out having drinks and dinner. What are they doing with somebody else? And so then the dynamic then comes back to, should you be a friend with your boss? I would say, no. One of the one of the advices, pieces of advice that I got from our CEO at the time where I was working had said, hey, show up to dinner. Everyone's going to go out for drinks. My advice, go out, say hi, shake hands, tell them to have fun hang out for a little bit, and then leave. I would love to have said I did that, but I did it. Hung around, had a drink, and so now my staff are having drinks with their boss, and now their guard is down a little bit, your guard is down a little bit, and now they might feel free to say, like, what do you think about your our boss? And what do you think about this? And then conversations open up, and if you're one who drinks a lot, I don't. Maybe you start to act a certain way or divulge information that you shouldn't be saying, and then lines get blurred, and now what? So I made this on Instagram, and I put a filler out there, and so I want to read to you some of the replies that I got from this. So here's one response. Less is more. If even a few people know your business, it's everyone's business. Like I said, the cheese mess starts, and you you confide in somebody, and now everybody else knows it. Here's somebody else's. I think it depends on the type of work we're doing. Absolutely, if we are doing work where we can collaborate, where we can meet, and maybe again, I'm 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 processing this as I'm talking to it. Let's say we let's say we're we're working for an ad agency, and we're coming up with uh, different ads, and so we. We grab a, a, a case of beers, we come back to the house, and we're, we have a whiteboard up, and we're, we're having some ideas. There's a, a company and organization that's here in Fresno. I don't know how well they're doing. I know that things got a little dicey, but Bitwise. And it, inside Bitwise, they had like pool tables, and video games, and ping pong, and they had like their own little brewery. You can go down, and you can have drinks, and I can see how people can get chummy and friendly with one another as they're on the whiteboard trying to come up with ideas. But again, do I need to know who you're dating to get this advertisement job done? Do I need to know what you're doing next week and where you're going for the holidays? Because all that's going to do is offer up small talk. Right? Hey, how was your weekend? Did you? How was uh, surfing? You went down to LA and you were gonna go surfing. How did that go? But are you really wanting to have the conversation to get to know the person? that then is going to help you with your advertising project or your reconciling your budget or becoming a new, uh, moving up the admin ranks to become a principal or to be the next employee of the month of the engineer firm, whatever it is like, do you need to have those conversations in order to get the job done? Just a thought. So yeah, I think it depends on the type of work you you're doing, but And I I would go back to, do you you need to have that information in order to do the job? Somebody else. But if it's toxic, I I prefer just to put my head down and work. Don't bother me. There are some people in the four domains of StrengthsFinder. You have strategic thinking. You have influencing. You have executing. You have relationship building. Relationship building and influencing are probably going to be those people who want to talk to get things done. Those strategic thinkers and those executors are going to want to get stuff done. So in the workplace, you have two groups that are going to be thinkers and doers. You're going to have somebody else who are talkers and relationship builders. Some of those people are going to have both. So that's why you probably have one day where they are like, sit down, be quiet, don't bother me, I'm working. And other days they're at the water cooler and they're talking up a storm. like, oh my God, get back to work. But that brings up something else. When you have so many relationships... And you go make the copy or you go fill up your water bo- water bottle and you go back to your desk. And now that person has made 10 different stops and has spent the last 30, 45 minutes talking to other employees, not only using up their time, but using other employees' time. And then those workers or doers are like, bro, we have a due date. We have a deadline. We have to get this stuff done in an hour. What are you doing? Do you have to have those conversations? I'm just saying. Work should be work, lines and boundaries become blurred when things become too chill, absolutely. So then I put out there, should you have a, I need a best friend at work. Yes, absolutely, heck no, keep work, work. We cool, we talk, we connect, but no, I don't need a new friend. So this is what it was. Yes, absolutely, 73%. Heck no, keep work, work, 9%. And 18%, we're cool, we talk, we connect, like, I'll talk with you, but Friday after work, you're going home, I'm going to my place. We ain't seen each other out, you know, at the bar, or at the restaurant, or miniature golfing or bowling. Community is key, though. I think it's very healthy for an organization to commune outside of work. I think it's very vital for an organization to take something like the strengths assessment. I love to know that the person that I'm leaning on, I know how to lean on them. If I know that I need to work with them and get a job done, I know how to speak to their strengths. I know their blind spots and they know me. So when it comes to knowing a family dynamic, this is what I will say. I know that when I go grocery shopping, I know my wife so well that I know what vegetables to buy. I know that when we go out to eat, what places we should go eat, according to my sons. I know that if I am making dinner at my house and my parents come what to make and what not to make. I know that if we go to a Mexican restaurant, I want to make sure that they have flan because my, that's my dad's favorite dessert. None of us like flan, but I would do it for him. So if you extract that, that dynamic of finishing each other's sentences, knowing when to go over and not to go over, knowing what to, sp- what to speak about with somebody, what not, what subject not to bring up, I think having that understanding or that dynamic is crucial in the workplace. I know that if I have an employee who loves to keep their head down in work, I'm going to make sure and look out for that person and say, hey, don't bother uh, Sonia. She's working right now. Don't bother Becca. They're working right now. We're all going to go have lunch, a late lunch, 1.30. And uh, this is where we're going to go. Like, I would love to know the things that help you move forward for work and at work. Now, here's the flip side of things. I might have to ask or I might come into contact with information that I might need to know. If you have a loss in the family, as a boss, I'm going to want to send flowers, a plant, a card to your residence. I might want to attend the funeral to support and uplift and mourn with you. Support you in that way. Now, I don't need to go to the party after, but I want to I show you that I care for you. So is that blurring any lines? Debatable. So some Personal information might be needed. Is that a bad thing or is it a positive thing? I will tell you this. Family should always be family because no matter what, family is still blood. Your coworkers will be your coworkers as long as you work together. And then if you go somewhere else or they go somewhere else, your title can then change to friends. But if your co- cowork- if you're friends with a coworker and they get promoted, guess what? You're not friends. You are that person's employee because they're now your boss or vice versa. I would urge you not to blur the lines of titles because you respect one another. In the military, we had a sergeant that said, listen, when we go out, I don't care if you hate each other, you will look out for one another. You will fight for each other. You will look out for one another. You will have each other's back until you get back home or back to the barracks. Then you can hate each other. When you go out there, you love one another. And if you you need to love one another so much that you care so much about that person's family to make sure that he or she comes back home so they can be reunited with their family. You come back, go back to hating them. I don't care. You don't have to talk to them again. But as soon as you suit up, strap up and you go, you go out of our perimeter, you go back to loving one another. That could work in the workplace. Hey, we have a job to do what we do. And I would, I would say this, what needs to happen is you need to understand the point of coming to work. Who do you work for? Like a mechanic doesn't, just work on cars. A mechanic helps a family get from point A to point B with confidence. A nurse or doctor makes a patient feel comfortable and confident that they are going to become better or well. A principal doesn't oversee teachers and students. They make sure that they have the best team possible so they can pour into students. A teacher's education is not necessarily for themselves. Their ability as a teacher is to teach. Their gift is for the student. When you come to work, you've been offered a position. You've been offered a position to take care of numbers or people or student, you know, students, a-, a budget. That's what we've offered you, a position. This is what we need done. You can do it. You have the education. You know how to do it. Cool. Come here. Do that. I don't know in any work description it says I need you to make friends with your boss and your coworkers. Is it a bonus? Yeah, make the environment fun. However, do I need to know that you're in an argument with your spouse and you were late because your kids were throwing a fit? Hey, that doesn't put numbers on the budget line. That doesn't help our meeting. Man Juan, that's rude and mean. Is it? Again, I love having a friend at work, someone that I can talk to and confide in. But where do you draw the line between work and friend, family and work? I think it's up for a great discussion. So here's a couple of things. This is on, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's on YouTube. Put down in the comments what you think and your take on, yeah, I need I need a friend at work and I think it's very helpful. I would then question you, do you need to have all those conversations in order to get the work done? I would then say for somebody who says, no, work is work. You come in, you do your work and you get out. Cool, but then how do we fill up that person with joy and happiness? So put your comments down below. If you're listening to this on Spotify or if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, two things. One, leave a review, but two, go to YouTube, find this video on YouTube and leave me a comment. Or you can follow me on my Instagram account Raise the bar with the Z. Raise the bar, CEO, or raise the bar LLC on Facebook, and send me a DM or a comment there. I would love to hear from you, and maybe we talk about this subject a little bit more in depth because I would love to know your input on this. Either way, I'll leave you with this: There's a job to do at the end of the day. You have been hired for a reason. Go to work and do your job at the highest level that you can. In doing so. The person to your left or your right or you pass going to the restroom or you pass going to make a copy or fill up your water bottle or going to and from lunch. Smile. You don't have to be best friends, but you can be friendly and you can smile, say good morning, good afternoon. You can motivate one another. You can lift each other up. You can support one another. You can help out other duties as assigned. Even though it's not your job, you can help somebody out in your department or another department. I think the big thing that the workplace is missing is somebody to be bold enough to be happy, to be joyful, to do a job at such a high level. They go from being a employee to a leader, to a servant leader, to understanding stewardship. And then people will have your respect. They will have a they will have a respect for you. They will have a liking towards your work ethic and and who you are as a person because you make them feel better. And sometimes having just a dope coworker that makes you feel good about yourself, motivates you, helps you out, is a best coworker. Maybe you need to start being the best coworker that you can be, the best worker that you can be. We don't need a best friend as a boss. We don't need a best friend, necessarily a best friend at work, but we do need a dope coworker. We need a really good boss who listens, who understands, who makes us feel safe, uplifting and motivated. So what can you do when you go to work to be the best human that you can be for the people at work? Love to hear back from you again. Leave a leave a review, leave a comment. Love you all. Make sure you continue to raise that bar and pull yourself up to the next level, but you can't do so unless you raise that bar. God bless. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Relevant Development Podcast with Juan Alvarado. You can rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and be sure to follow Juan on Instagram at raise the bar CEO. That's R-A-I-Z-E, The Bar, C-E-O, or at WeRaiseTheBar.com. That's we, R A I Z E, the I We'll see you here we'll see next, you here, time, next you here, time. Next time. Next time.